All right. Welcome, Ken. Welcome. Happy to have you. How's it going? Great. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. yeah I appreciate you guys having me. I apologize for not having my fancy background studio and whatnot. Um, I'm currently in Minnesota on a little road trip vacation. And so we're utilizing the beautiful sky and the green trees and bushes behind me. So uh, it looks hopefully beautiful. the audience doesn't mind. They're not I even going to see it, so don't worry. Yeah, no, not at all. But they, but they, now they have a visual of where you're sitting, and they're all jealous of your summer vacation. So Okay, <laughs> so now that they can't see it, imagine beautiful butterflies flying everywhere. <laughs> Ladybugs. It's beautiful, you guys. Table. You're really <laughs> missing out. <laughs> all right, well, Ken, uh, welcome. Thanks for coming. So uh, tell us about your journey, because when I originally met you back in San Diego years ago, Gravel to Castle, it seemed like it was a completely different business than what it is today, correct? Mm -hmm. Totally, yeah. No, I'll just give a quick 30-second background. So I moved out to California when I was 18. I'm currently 25 years old now. And I started taking photos and videos. I got into doing that for some freelance work. And then that uh, evolved into me managing the social media and creating mini commercials for the apartment complex I lived at. Then about a month or two later, I became their marketing director. A opportunity opened up. They had to let go of their current guy. And here was at 19 going, cool, yeah, I can make you some awesome videos all the time and do a bunch of tech stuff. Um, little did I realize I didn't know how to build websites and actually market the way that, you know, marketing actually is with customer acquisition. But I eventually and quickly learned how to develop those skill sets. And then eventually I'll cr I created it as a service. And, um, you know, I branded it under the name of Gravel to Castle. That was the name of my business. And that's when I met you, actually. And, um, you know, that was a passion of mine. And I actually have a marketing and video production company now. However, I have it under a different name because Gravel to Castle at the core, uh, for the whole entire past couple of years of my life, and I say, you know, only a couple of years because I recognize I'm still young, right? I mean, I have a lot to learn and a lot to uh, maturing, too, at the same time. However, um, you know, I've always had this internal uh, path and, you know, belief system of self-improvement, expansion, and just overall the discipline to form me into a person I can be proud of. And that's something that I've been on a journey of pretty much creating for the past couple of years. Now I feel I'm at a good, solid moment where I'm, or place at least, where I'm proud of myself, my foundation and whatnot. Of course, I have so much to learn. We all do, right? But, um, you know, I eventually realized my higher calling was um, you know, creating a path for men specifically, but really anyone can listen to our message of really honing in on, you know, your character story as a man and how people, you know, view you as a leader and the different ways that you're operating on a daily basis. And a lot of the guys we work with are business owners. However, um, so yeah, to, to answer your question a little more than 30 seconds, I guess. Yeah, it's definitely evolved into something totally different. Yeah. So how do you do, how do you do that? Like, I know you said, listen to your message. Like, how do you, I know you have a YouTube channel you said, but I guess what are your primary platforms that you use or what I guess is the way that you get clients or, or work with your clients? Totally. So if you had a basically dumbed down what we do, it's basically personal training with a mix of, uh, we include a lot of different business stuff. However, we don't really want to be like a business coaching program. But we specifically work with men that run a business to help them optimize four areas of their life. So fuel, state, connection, and business. Fuel is what you're putting into your body and how you're training it. Uh, state is your mental health and overall happiness and fulfillment with life. Um, connection is the relationships with people that matter. So whether it's your family, your friends, you know, 
anyone that you're in a relationship with. Um, and then business, of course, the production of profit, what you're bringing home and being able to bring home the bacon and take care of the people you care about. And so the way that we basically, uh, you know, focus on those four areas is we have a lot of mind and body training that we have guys do. I'm a big believer that fitness is a huge component of uh, being able to get a man to show up more powerfully in the other areas of your life. At the end of the day, our bodies are the support mechanisms, support mechanisms for our brains. So that means whatever it is we're able to do in business or the areas of our lives where we have to be strategic and really think outside of the box. Um, if your body is being served as an anchor rather than some sort of accelerator for your life, that's totally going to impact the way that you're showing up in the areas that you're trying to improve, which is maybe business. And I'm speaking from existence. This has always been my, uh, you know, struggle. And so, uh, you know, when I first met AJ, I had, you know, my marketing business and the reason I decided to pivot and go this different direction was because I, you know, always kind of neglected certain areas of my life. Like I was kind of in a bad mental health place and I always thought, oh, you know, I'm just going to work hard. And I eventually moved to LA, which is pretty much where I learned this lesson that, you know, working hard and trying to be successful in business isn't going to get you to, you know, like I'd say a good quality of life and overall state of happiness. Cause I saw I was around a lot of people that had reached that level of success that I'd always admired and aspired to be. But then I realized like a lot of them were overcompensating for insecurities yeah. of uh, mm -hmm. not being proud of who they were. And I realized, Oh damn, like these, you know, 55 year olds that are at the club popping bottles with 23 year old girlfriends. When I was younger, I thought that was cool. But then I realized, damn, I don't really want to be that when I'm old. But then you're like, so, this is pathetic. Yeah. yeah and they're and like not it, actually happy. Yeah. No, totally. And it's like the same thing you see when you're, uh, I mean, a lot of those cities, I, I grew up in Scottsdale, Arizona. So you see oh, that a lot as it. well. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it's a great place in some aspects, but also realize like, I mean, even where I'm at right now, Minnesota, like total different world and lifestyle where, uh, you know, for me, I respect and admire the business owner that has a, you know, big team or has, you know, great employees, doesn't matter how big or small the business is, but you know, where it's profitable, they're living their quote unquote good, you know, financially stable and abundant life, you know, that's more exciting and uh, uh, admiring to me than say, for example, the super flashy stuff that I was so sucked in and drawn to when I was younger because yeah. I didn't have that. And I think that's something that a lot of entrepreneurs should really look at is, you know, what's your main reason and core driver for working hard towards something. I definitely think money is super important. I'm still working on, you know, building up my foundation or, you know, my whole entire world. I'm fortunate to um, have a decent foundation, in my opinion, where I have two businesses. I have Bravo to Castle, which has definitely picked up a good amount of uh, speed and momentum in the past year or two. Um, and I have my video production business where we have a nice clientele of small business owners, a lot of painters and contractors here in um, Colorado Springs, where I currently live. And, you know, I'm working on getting a bigger team that can help me with fulfillment and editing and stuff. And I think everyone should focus on, yeah, how can I go build a long-term, sustainable and profitable business? But if you can't look at yourself and understand, great, how do I op uh, operate on a daily basis? And what are those things that are going to help me uh, be an efficient and productive person and also a person that's happy with themselves? If you can't uh, figure that stuff out at the core and foundation of your life and all the other areas, like I said, working on a business, trying to grow something, I don't think it's going to be successful. And I've seen it time and time again from mm -hmm. other people to have known, great, let me make sure I'm working on me at the same time or at yeah. least at totally. you know, the forefront. Okay. So take us back to 
Gravel the Castle when I met you like four or five years ago. First of all, I had no idea you were so young. So you were like 20, 21. And you had a I was marketing. 21, yeah. Yeah, you had a it was like a marketing business. And that seemed to be a very successful model for you. So talk about that for a minute, like uh, how how you originally got started in that and then what you were doing for clients. Yeah, well, so back then, I mean, I was definitely scattered with a lot of different services. I mean, uh, when I first started, I so I actually quit that marketing director position when I was 19, living in Santa Barbara, booked a one-way ticket to Hawaii and then realized, okay, cool, it's fun out here. Yeah, quote unquote, you know, laptop lifestyle. But again, that's what you just saw on Instagram. That's like, when the beginning of like, you know, the whole message of like, you know, work for yourself, don't have a boss. I have a total different perception towards that. I think it's awesome for someone to work under someone to develop a skill set and, you know, build a great foundation before they go into business. Now, that doesn't mean you can't go do that because, I mean, I went that other route, but like, I feel like I wasted a lot of time, especially when I lived in San Diego, when I did meet you. Um, I worked with a lot of people that I'm sure we are familiar with, like Christine McDaniel and, um, uh, Austin Netsley, I did some video work for him and a bunch of other entrepreneurs that I look up to that I think are awesome and definitely were great uh, role models and mentors uh, for me in many ways. So, uh, you know, I was kind of strategic with making sure that uh, well, after I basically got my in on this great community, um, you know, I was like, great, you know, it's like Samantha Skelly with the founder of Hungry Crapness and she does a uh, pause breath work now. All these different people that are doing awesome right now. Um, I knew that they were doing well back then. And I always wanted to kind of be that uh, fly in the wall for their mm -hmm. sales conversations and, Smart. you know, working with their teams. And the way I did that was by being, having them as a client for video production stuff. Yeah. So I used to do some website design as well. And I think that's something that anyone that's listening to this too could, uh, you know, think in the back of their mind of, you know, when you want to be around these, uh, you know, uh, A-level people or, you know, successful individuals that are doing what you want to do for me i always knew i wanted to get into that kind of public speaking coaching uh industry it's just you know there's only, there's only so much someone to listen to from a 21 year old so i also knew like great i'm gonna just absorb all the information i can and you know with anyone doesn't matter where you're at in your career or age or whatever you know find a way to bring value to those people that you can learn a lot from uh, sometimes that means like maybe don't ask for money. Uh, I had a couple of times where I would just, you know, offer my services just to have them have no reason to say, no, I'm not going to have you at the yeah. event or whatnot. Um, yeah, and that's, that, great and that's kind of what I did for a good amount of while. Yeah. 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 I think that's great advice. Really like exchange of services, if you will, because uh, they're giving you the, their advice, their wisdom, you're learning from them at the same time you're offering them something that you can do. Um, so, so what was that transition like then to your new concept? I know you said you moved into this new space, um, and you do video production as well as your, all your different four pillars of, of training and coaching. So what does that business model look like? How, how specifically do you work with clients? Do you like go to their, I, I guess I'm just, I, I guess I just love clarification on like how you acquire your clients and then what that process looks like from start to finish yeah. working with them and like what that time frame is, et cetera. Totally. Yeah. So I'll, I'll break down like gravel to castle, for example. Um, you know, I did a lot of paid advertising a few years back. I don't do as much now just cause I am currently, I have a great system built out for a while. Um, while I transitioned and went this new route, you know, I'd say a part of it is, you know, like the personal training, but then also like masculinity and just understanding of, uh, you know, what, 
is a man in our today's day and age. Uh, for about a year, I had to kind of figure that out for myself of, you know, like I wasn't really proud of myself. I kind of, and this is also what stemmed from a heartbreak. So that's kind of what also ignited. And I think a lot of people can identify as like, you know, a big transitioning point in their life has been, you know, some sort of loss or heartbreak uh, from a partner. And for me, I had a girlfriend that, you know, when I let, that's also another reason why I don't like Hollywood is like, you know, it's definitely not as uh, real in some aspects with like, you know, I, I, whatever. We all go through our phases, but for yeah. me, I realized, all right, I was done with that whole lifestyle. And um, that's when I decided to pivot towards just like really working on a man at his core. And so uh, it took about a year just taking some people through my process. Um, sometimes clients, sometimes not for free in the beginning. Um, and then after a while, I started taking guys through it through either by paid advertising or just I had a good network in Los Angeles from just years of uh, being involved in that scene. Um, and then um, so Vice did a documentary on us, which is awesome. Has I just checked the other day, 500,000 views. So that's been a great piece for me to get business wow. because now people get to see a 20 minute video of me, whether or not they you know are first coming across me. Uh, from that, or I've had a couple of people that maybe had sales conversations with the past old clients, or even just people that were familiar with me online that then reached out to me afterwards. Um, and so that was a great uh, marketing tool for me because now uh, when people hear this like kind of lifestyle and uh, way of living that I present uh, through my marketing messages, whether it's posting on Instagram or talking about it on YouTube or whatnot, now they can see that, oh, great, you know. The reason he talks about doing hard things and self-inflicted adversity, which is just doing things that are hard, that really challenge your mind to uh, strengthen your mental capacity and whatnot. People were able to see how, you know, the, what that certain type of exercise that have people do, not just push-ups or pull-ups or things that work out your body for, you know, outward appearance, but some of the psychological things like, you know, burying themselves or going to a cemetery and writing a letter as if you're going to pass away in 10 minutes and, you know, writing that letter to someone that you want to leave your final words to those types of specific exercises that I had myself go through nice. um, during that kind of transition phase were things that really allowed me to kind of lock in with the connection of me and my internal voice. Some people can call it God, the universe. You know, I believe in God and all that stuff. I'm not uh, religious, but I'm spiritual. And, you know, after a while, I kind of found a way to present and clarify my message, which has been huge. It's not as easy as like, hey, you know, back in the day when I'd say, oh, you know, we'll uh, build this website and create these videos and run that right. as ads. Very clear service and whatnot. Sometimes uh, me with talking about what Ground the Castle is, is like, hey, you know, we're going to work on you to make sure that you can actually do the shit that you already know you need to do. Some people yeah. think, I already know what I need to do. Stop. What are you talking about? Mm -hmm. um, but at the end of the day, like now that I've learned to break down the message and the pain points of like the reason a lot of people deal with uh, addictions or, um, you know, a lack mm -hmm. of willing to do things, procrastination. I mm -hmm. now understand that in my life, this is for everyone, but for people that are kind of similar to me and how I operate, it's a lot of the things that um, internally you're dealing with or haven't let go of such as a loss or some sort of failure, heartbreak. Um, you know, maybe you never had a good relationship with your family and now that's been weighing on you for so long. And of course that affects how you're showing up to business because now you're wanting to just get a result to show and get validation of, look, I'm good enough for this love versus sure. being strategic, mm -hmm. thinking long, long term and what do you really want for your life? Like I come from a totally different place of how I 
uh, work towards my passions and my businesses to where now like it, it works better for me and I'm actually seeing more results. And I'll go into, uh, so, I, so yeah. to answer your question originally of like, we get a lot of uh, traffic from that vice stuff or just me posting on YouTube and uh, Instagram as well. Nice. Um, and then uh, even TikTok too, that's been interesting. That's been more so, uh, I'd say actually traffic. I don't think I've gotten too much business from that. However, I had had a couple of videos just blow up to get a couple hundred thousand views. I think I have one at like 1.5 million, which is Dang. a lot. Like a lot of people that, but it, they're also like <laughs> kind of silly videos. Like you guys could check them out at one point and uh, they're more yeah. just like comedic and just funny. Nice. Um, I, I mean, hey, anything and, works, right? Well, I mean, at the end of the day, it's like getting your name and face out there for people exactly. to know who you are. Exactly. It's super important. And I, that's why it I is. think like... Eh, Content is such an important piece, and this is like why you know I feel like my video production business has been easy for me, especially after moving to Colorado Springs. So one thing I actually want to say is, uh, I lived in such a crowded place like San Diego, very crowded. Like I think San Diego is awesome, like such a cool community, a lot of uh, driven and focused, and also down to earth people out there. Los Angeles is a lot of driven, it's of course down to earth as well in some as you know certain crowds, but it's Less also so. just like. <laughs> For me, like I've had the more superficial environments I've been part of, such as in Hollywood and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, moving to Colorado Springs, I had some business that I, uh, you know, worked on out in uh, LA for different video projects and different uh, marketing teams and whatnot. And that was always kind of like more referral based, but then also like not as frequent. When I moved to Colorado Springs, um, I joined this, uh, this was kind of, I don't want to call it a networking thing because it's like these aren't like guys trying to sell you something. These are just like a group of business owners, about 20 uh, of them that show up every week that are, you know, own a painting company or a contracting business of some sorts that uh, and like some a bunch of real estate guys. You know, I got one of those clients uh, when I first started attending that group when I moved here. And then now I'd say I'd say a good fifth of them are my clients now just from having worked nice. with one person in a group where um that's great yeah. all of them are very like trusting of each other like they, they, they just, like, you see, you know, it's cool. like word of mouth referral yeah it's yeah uh, yeah yeah perfect yeah and uh because i did such a good job for this one client named scott that's a realtor um that led to another person trying me out and then now like every single week i kind of feel uncomfortable at times when they do this but they're like, hey, I just want to get a quick moment of appreciation to Ken. You know, he's done some awesome work. Cute. The thing is, I say this every single week to where now I feel like uh, they're like tooting my horn too much. Yeah, yeah like, you're like, all right, oh, yeah. guys, my ego's too well, big. But like, I'd, I'd love to, you know, come work with me, but I don't need that ego stroking. Yeah, exactly. So would, you call yourself, like, right. would you call yourself a life coach? Like, is that something you would call yourself? I like the word like experimental personal trainer. Just because they can mm. put in their mind that, okay, we're going to do like fitness type stuff. Life coach, um, you know, not like I know there's a lot of people in the life coaching industry. Uh, I've been around a lot of them and whether it's been clients or just having been one myself, like, like I, I just know that like, the way that I compare my work now is it's very systemized and structured. I have a whole binder. Um, I don't have it with me in my mm. hands right now, but I have a binder that's probably like 200 pages at least of curriculum, like frameworks. Uh, different worksheets, assessments. Nice. So it's like um, it's like a program people go through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, so uh, yeah. So I mean, yeah. At the end of the day, I break down like you know. So our business model, for example, we have a thirty-day challenge. Where um, currently the structure I have, I've tried a lot of different ways. I used to ship out binders. That was a pain in the ass. 
Um, and then I did stuff all through, uh, you know, emailing them all a whole bunch of files and that just didn't, I didn't think was as effective as how it is now where um, I have an email sequence that emails them like the daily protocols or uh, different exercises and uh, tools that I'm introducing to them for that day. And every single day for 30 days, they go through this process of uh, focusing on certain areas of how they're operating, whether it's their productivity, you know, what food they're putting in their body, how they're going about their business. I, I break that 30 day challenge into uh, four different weeks where week one is called shaking out of apathy, which is where we do a lot of just kind of psychological exercises and getting them to just kind of feel inside of them by doing some different things, like say going to the cemetery and certain exercises like that, that are definitely interesting uh, in the north and just like yeah um yeah and, and that, that so that first week is basically kind of like a life coaching thing where we're doing a lot of assessments and having them break down the details however it's more of like i serve as the accountability coach and guide them through this process i've taken myself and everyone else we all need that to where yeah it's super awesome like i i, I live the daily protocols that i created on a daily basis and then I go That's through great. my own challenge at certain times. Practice to, what you uh, preach. Just, yeah, sharpen my sword. And like, so for example, like I'll break down like our uh, uh, daily uh, set the tone protocol that consists of immediately taking a cold shower in the morning and just getting your body to just, you know, shock the nervous system. But then also too, like, I believe you're training your body and mind to just do the things you need to know you need to do. So like in the yeah, moment of, yeah. man, I don't want to get on the sales call. I got to call this lead. Like I've had that happen. That's been a realistic way of incorporating that uh principle of just like go and do where you know like when the uh vice thing came out and i got a bunch of leads like you know overall i was on top of them but you know at the end of the day it's like i personally on a daily big basis struggle with certain things and just pull mm -hmm. the trigger and yeah. uh you know i have i have my own protocols and things to do to uh, make sure i'm on top of it um but yeah. naturally i'm not like a super disciplined or intentional person i have to remind myself on a daily basis by how I'm showing up. And so a lot of the things that we have people do inside this program, we introduce to them. Some of them I believe are actually like out of the box and totally different. Some of them are just, you know, things that, oh yeah, everyone knows they can go work out for 45 minutes a day or, you know, take time to break down, you know, what are the true core values of my business? A step two, which is our retreats, which um, I want to start doing uh, more so of, which I've done a handful of them, but basically we have a uh, you know group of individuals that have graduated that 30 day challenge that then meet up for um, an intense experience kind of modeled after, um, I mean, it's a fitness boot camp, So we have guys do a bunch of hard things. Um, I'm currently working on getting a headquarters out here in Colorado Springs where I can host these events and also have our in-person gym and whatnot. Nice. And also tied in with my good. video production studio. Yeah. I'm really excited for that. And uh, I had an awesome place that, um, I can still do it too, but I just don't really enjoy being out in California and LA too much. I have a question I've been meaning to ask ever since you brought up Vice. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, yeah. Watch, I watched the Vice documentary and overall you have an amazing online presence. You have a lot of Instagram followers and you have some really good quality stuff up there. How, like, talk a little bit about your PR strategy. How did you land that Vice gig and what was that experience like? Yeah. So I actually was in El Salvador when I got an email from the vice producer. He said he came across my YouTube videos. Um, I actually had a guy make a video on me, like a basically roasting video. Uh, you know, they called me like fake alpha and all this stuff. And it's funny because I don't use that word. 
Um, if, if we had to choose, if I had to choose between like being an alpha or beta, I would choose alpha. However, again, I just think there's, uh, you know, a guy that's living up to the standards of what he views as a man. And then there's the one that's not. And so that's kind of how I've yeah, always uh, yeah. structured everything. But long story short, I had a guy make a video on me. So I think that's how the vice producer came across me. He just said yeah. he watched my YouTube videos, but, uh, um, you know, I only have like, uh, had a couple thousand subscribers. So however, he came across me, he said, Hey, you know, we're looking to have like a, you know, uh, you know, tough alpha men's workshop or camp for uh, our guy, Taji, who's basically the host of uh, this Better Man series. Okay. Um, and I told them, hey, that'd be great. And uh, I'd already done some of the retreats and, you know, processes like that. So I already felt very structured. I basically just grabbed uh, a bunch of different exercises that were inside of, you know, this document that I had for a while and then structured it into that one day experience. But yeah, you know, uh, we uh, last November filmed that experience where I had a bunch of uh, existing clients. Um, and I've actually become friends with most of my clients too, like, like on a very personal level to where, uh, you know, it's very natural and easy for us to, uh, you know, basically go through this hard day of uh, working hard. But um, no, yeah, that was really fun. And um, that was definitely great because when it was released, um, you know, people got to see uh, you know, like the comedic aspect of like, look, we're not trying to be these guys that are showing whether it's like me or, you know, anyone that's going through the camp of like, you're looking at we're tough guys. It's more so like, look, you know, do hard things to harden yourself in the areas that are healthy, mm. such as your emotional yeah. resilience, um, you know, physical body too. Like I do believe that your physical body is an outward projection of how you take care of yourself and how yeah. you mm -hmm. take care of other people. Like, I, I think, you know, you're, uh, you know, 400 pounds going into, you know, a business meeting or trying to get this client, like, yeah, totally. you know, you may have a great team or whatever, but if you're a representative, especially just for me, I mean, it depends that for someone that's in that life coaching space or, you know, where they are given an example of how someone possibly sure. wants to live, yeah. right? Especially yeah. as an entrepreneur, you're representing your business. You want to show you up are and your look brand. Good. Yeah. yeah. So did that do, did that do good, great things for your business? That vice? Oh, no, totally. Yeah. I got a lot of clients from that. And then, um, it also just was great for YouTube. I didn't grow, grow a ton of subscribers from that, but definitely gained some new fans and, uh, some people that watch our videos and stuff. And, um, I'm definitely looking forward to, uh, I mean, that's been a great piece for whenever I've gotten leads, say whether it's from, uh, you know, in person, uh, you know, net or networking or like referrals, I mean, um, or simply just, uh, someone that, you know, comes across us through other different digital touch points. Sure. Um, being able to use that by just, you know, sending them that video, whether through email or, you know, mm -hmm. a lot of times a if someone's thing. on a sales call, they're kind of on the fence, right? Like, you know, not every, uh, call is going to be, you know, a yes or no. Sometimes it's like, yeah, you know, let me think about it in process. Um, you know, that's been a great piece. And like, you know, video marketing at the end of the day is crucial for any business. Mm -hmm. right you know that's why like it's in this it's an day easy, and age yeah it's easy especially. self yeah so like a lot of uh you know what i do with um small businesses for the video production company and that's actually called gtc powerhouse so uh oh, just cool. to, you know yeah but um we uh you know film a lot of client reviews for other uh companies and whatnot right like just go to their house or you know work with them at their office and film little commercials or right. just little pieces that can be used for uh you know really demonstrating like you know hey here's what customers have to say about us you know i definitely pride myself on going above and beyond to try to create these like mini movies even if it's like a two minutes uh testimonial that a client sends me 
Um, mm. I have a whole bunch that need to get released soon, uh, but I already have a handful of them uh, that are on a YouTube channel and, you know, being able to demonstrate like, uh, you know, what does a client or a customer, you know, receive when working with your business, whether it's buying your product or, uh, you know, hiring you for that service. I think every entrepreneur and, um, you know, business owner listening to this video should think about, you know, when you're going into uh, your marketing strategy is like, before you turn on paid ads and whatnot, which, you know, inbound marketing is super important, right? Just getting acquiring leads, calling them and converting them to a customer is fundamental at, at the core, like the most important thing. But you should also think about, um, you know, like when people do their research on you or, you know, they really want to find out like what other people experience when working with you, um, you know, what do other people have to say or what are people finding out when they go and search you? And so for me, um, you know, I try to make sure that we have a playlist or, you know, area where they can just watch someone else's video where, you know, they're not being guided. They're just talking, you know, yeah. and so that's why the natural like selfie video is definitely effective sometimes, but then you can also mm. add in like visuals and, you know, text or different graphics to make it an engaging. Yeah. So th- yeah. Yeah. And so I think like for everyone watching, it's like, you don't always need to have like professional or high quality videos. It's something good for if you're like a media company or like you identify yourself as creating constant educational pieces for people to learn from but at the end of the day when it comes to like the credibility aspect of like you know just getting people to have more trust in you know your business i think sometimes going it's better not to be professional in those senses oh yeah totally yeah yeah, yeah. no and I, I think that yeah um yeah you mentioned that you started off with ads uh, like online marketing and online advertising can you talk about some basic practices and or some tips and tricks um, for someone starting out? Like what should they think about when they're doing online ads and what platforms and I don't know, just kind of talk about your yeah. experience. Well, there. I mean, I've I had uh, YouTube ads work best for me and say in the past year, mm. um, a lot of the videos I upload on YouTube, I kind of just run as YouTube ads uh, just to get some more traffic, but then also use as great tools for remarketing strategies, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, someone watches, you know, a video of yours or at a commercial of yours in the past and great, like, you know, why not just uh, have the effective strategy of having all your other content pieces that you've already published, um, you know, get some more views from running them as ads, but then two, you know, direct them to the same website or, you know, destination that you sent uh, or, you know, you would send any person if you wanted to acquire them as a lead you know, however someone does interact with you is like, there's, there's so much uh, noise out online with whether it's in that fitness space and in yeah. really any space. I think everyone should like identify, you know, like what are people in my space specifically doing well? Like Wes Watson, for example, who's, right. I'd say the person that I listen to, to the most, he does about 15 grand a day, uh, you know, from his advertising strategy. And he's broken down what's been most effective for him. And he's a bodybuilding, you know, type of person, someone that, uh, you know, is in that fitness space, but then also that discipline, intentionality training, similar to me. Now, he does have the advantage of when he's on camera, right? And this is where most of his ads, I think, have a lot of success is he's in that industry of showing off the person he's become that's used as his credibility for, you know, acquiring people as customers and clients. So he's visually showing the second he's on camera, that jacked, you know, probably 240 pounds of like 6% body fat, you know, that physique. <laughs> yeah. So anyone that's like wanting to get into fitness, they see that guy, 
it doesn't matter if it's a fancy ad or if he's well-spoken or has a clear call to action. He can just be that ripped guy. And someone's like, I want to be like that. Yeah, right? exactly. For me, I take yeah. good care of me. And like when I take off my shirt, I definitely am fit, but I'm not that, you know, 240 pounds of just hardened muscle with 5% body fat. And so, you know, that's for like someone for like me, I need to, you know, maybe share more of the pain points and whatnot and like have more of a clear message. So so real quick, what would you say, like based on your experiences starting multiple businesses and maybe, you know, through your journey, what you've learned, what would you say, like as one solid, like your biggest piece of advice you would tell someone that is maybe deciding if they want to start a business themselves and they have no experience, what would you say is like your biggest, most useful piece of advice? Yeah. Well, get very clear on what it is you sell, create a clear value proposition, and then map out your value chain of great. How am I going to acquire any sort of attention? Once you get that attention, how do you convert them into a sales call, right? Get them as a lead. Once you have them as a lead, right? Have a good sales process. Maybe have some sort of script or outline for how you navigate that conversation. And then map out, you know, once someone's become a client, um, you know, it, it's important to think like an actual CEO rather than a technician. And I got this from uh, the book, Michael, uh, uh, the E-Myth by Michael Gerber. You know, every business mm, should be viewed as a yeah franchise, right? Um, even if you don't plan on selling your business, you know, remember that, you know, everything can be systemized, even if you are doing some sort of creative work or, you know, say as a life coach or any sort of, you know, trainer, like, there, you can definitely package things into a system that can be replicated. Yeah. And yeah. so I think every business owner should, before they, you know, maybe take that jump, if they're going into that route is map out their entire process because before they just start, you know, going out there, but then also have a clear target, you know, what is your uh, intention, right? If you can get very clear on what you're trying to attract or acquire, that's the same as, you know, being very clear on, shooting that basketball and having that, uh, you know, hoop in sight rather than just throwing it and hoping something lands. I think a lot of entrepreneurs make that mistake of just trying a bunch of things versus getting clear of, great, what's my process? Who am I trying to attract and how do I get in contact mm. with them? It's as simple as so that. True. We always ask our guests, do you think entrepreneurs are born or bred? Can, are you born an entrepreneur or can you kind of develop into an entrepreneur? I think both ways. I think I was definitely created into an entrepreneur in the sense of, you know, I had my motivations for wanting to improve myself and be able to build something I could be proud of. When I was younger, it was ego driven uh, from, uh, you know, wanting to create something that people could see of, oh, here's someone that, you know, went in untraditional and built something. So that was me, uh, you know, being created. But some people are natural sellers where, you know, I know that a lot of people grew up selling candy at, yeah. you know, at school or, you know, like just from a young a age. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think, you know, uh, anyone can be anything. I don't want anyone listening to this to be like, oh, you know, I'm, I wasn't born into an entrepreneur. And I believe that, you know, you have to be in order to become that. I think yeah. anyone that wants to get into business just makes a decision that they're going to do it and, and they just go. So I guess it can be both ways, really. Yeah, agreed. All right. Well, I think we have time, AJ, maybe for one more question. What I really like to know is what you do for yourself on days when maybe you're not feeling so motivated or you wake up and you're like, uh, I don't want to do anything. Like what is your tactic for turning that around? Please tell well, us. So I, yeah. I said, <laughs> Let like, us know. Uh, you know, I think people need to realize that productivity is not just about 
uh, doing hard work, but rather making sure you're doing the work for yourself to get away from the business so that way you're showing up and being effective. Mm-hmm. Um, I think too many people just try to be that workhouse and just push, push, push in the times that they're not, you know, being as focused or, you know, they're too yeah. exhausted and they just try to get a couple more things done. No, um, I've noticed in my life where at least that when I take time to uh, work on me and maybe have that leisure to then uh, feel relaxed and disconnected, I can then come back and be 10 times more effective. And I yeah. think that's something totally. every entrepreneur can do. Yeah, yeah. that was great. Awesome. All right, Ken. Well, this was amazing. Where can people find you? Uh, gravelthecastle.com or the Ken Conklin on any of our socials. Awesome. Love it. Well, thanks, Ken. This was really great to hear all about your journey and we learned a lot. So we appreciate you coming on. I appreciate you having me on. Thank Thank you so much. Take care. Thanks. Bye. Take it easy. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.